3: You've got The Antidote with Dave Hawkins. If you've never been to a music festival before, you have to go. I mean, sure, it's loud, it's sweaty, and it's exhausting. And for me, it's one of the best times I have each year. What's coming tonight in on next week's show are some of the highlights found at the Audio Feed Music Festival that's held annually in Illinois. This festival is filled with diverse styles going from music as laid back as just a vocalist with an acoustic guitar and heading all the way to extreme metal bands. Our opening song, Immunity Revoked, from War of Ages, isn't on the extreme side, but it is a perfect song. I really wish I could have seen more of the bands at Audiofeed, but there's no way to see everyone. It's so easy to spend more time speaking with friends and bands at the festival than actually listening to the music. But that also gave me the chance to meet with quite a few artists, and you'll hear a few interviews on tonight's show. Coming up after our next song is my chat with the punk band Parental Petulance. But I'm going to fit that song in first. You have to understand that my wife doesn't care much for music. So when she said that she liked this next artist, I had to put it on tonight's playlist. Here's A World Beguiled by Dark Valentine. Petulance
4: you got to explain the name so when we when we put the band together we wanted the name to kind of express what the band was about and uh, looked for uh, um, synonyms for like the word angst and uh, petulant was one of them so we thought uh, the the combination of parental and petulance kind of sufficiently captured what the band was about but you never explained because this is punk with a whole different viewpoint Um, yeah the band essentially is just about a uh, kind of a comedic take on the things that uh, parents have in common the frustrations that we have with our kids and uh, just intended to be a stress relief some commonality from parent to parent and so we could just kind of laugh at our kids laugh at ourselves uh, just the things that we all go through in common with
3: (laughs) who are the fans of the band is this parents with young kids or are you
4: going broader spectrum Parents with young kids, parents with old kids, people who used to be kids at one point in their life—I <laughs> think pretty much anybody can relate to at least something that we that we sing about. And you've been doing this for how long
3: now?
5: Uh, three years ago we started, but it was just Marshall and I on acoustic, and then a year ago we got the full band going. Yeah,
4: is it 2017? Yes. in 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I joined
6: temporarily on drums. Uh, and then Marshall said, Well, what do you think about the band? You want to think about being a permanent member? And I was like, Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then after audio feed last year, I was like, I went in on this. <laughs> 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 Took up bass.
3: <laughs> and did all of you come from a punk background?
1: Not at all.
6: <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. I mean, I had. In my teenage years, I listened to uh, a little bit of punk rock, you know, but not as serious as these two over here.
4: (laughs) I actually was not a punk fan at all until my wife got me into it. Several years back, I'm more into metal and hardcore and stuff, and she introduced me to a couple of Christian punk bands and kind of got hooked from there, and yeah. And you dragged your husband kicking and screaming into this effort?
5: Uh, sure. I think it was a mutual thing yeah. that we decided yeah. on. Yeah.
3: For sure. <laughs> you have to explain how your kids inspired you to do this.
2: Do you have kids?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I had kids, but I sold them on eBay. <laughs> Point. <laughs> yeah, so this the first song that we actually that we wrote fully was the song Poops in My Butt from our from our first album and it was literally um, I had a little backpacker acoustic hanging on the wall in the kids' room and we were in the middle of changing a real life diaper <laughs> and I just took the guitar off the wall and just started singing and that's that's what happened. <laughs> the first song happened while we were literally changing a poopy diaper. <laughs>
3: What came first then, changing the diaper, or was it actually doing the song? <laughs> <laughs>
7: I,
4: yeah, <laughs> I think changing the diaper, song, song mid changing diaper. <laughs> first release came out when? Um, I guess the first unofficial release was uh, our acoustic effort that we just recorded from a cell phone and put everything together, that was 2015 I think, yeah and then 2016 um, we teamed up with a cincinnati based band um, that kind of did the bass and drums and stuff and uh, then derek joined us soon after that but now things are changing because release number two is out and you've got to tell us about that so release number two got uh, all of the official members all on on one album which was fantastic and it was just a continuation of the uh, of the first one uh, i think this one was a little bit edgier a little harder um we got a little more creative with some things with this one but uh yeah it was just a just a continuation of the same story well it's continuation but
3: it's also the final chapter because you guys have announced that this is it now i know you didn't get
4: rid of the kids because i just saw them all (laughs) they're still here why stop now so um half of us are staying in the in our, our hometown area the other half uh moving away for uh, for work reasons but uh, we talked briefly about continuing with new people but um i don't know this the group that we have right now is just too perfect everybody's just loving it too much and it just seemed like the the pinnacle of the band and just a really good time to call it quits and on a high note <laughs> okay here's the big one have you accomplished what you wanted to as a band yes absolutely (laughs) absolutely you know every every show that we've played has just been a blast and people are smiling and having fun and uh, I mean I that was the only thing we set out to do was just make people laugh make people feel good Um, like I said at the beginning kind of a stress relief for stressed out parents and I I think we accomplished that (laughs) that's that's
6: what I've said often is like if people are laughing at us and having a good time, then that's that's what we're looking for, you know, so, and I think we, I think we do that.
3: <laughs> I can't understand how doing punk music with kids can be a stress reliever when you're here performing with all of your kids here. <laughs> you just choose random people in the crowd, it's like, take care of our kids now. That's kind of what happened
6: today, I mean, <laughs> the, the youngest ones were just kind of like down in the pit.
5: <laughs> I, I only lost sight of him for one song. <laughs> And I quickly found him. <laughs>
1: the older kids take care of the younger ones, too.
5: I forgot that I probably should have been watching them at the show. <laughs> I was just too into it. <laughs> I was like, oh no, where are my children? <laughs> uh,
6: yeah, I think, I think the people who come to our shows get that and kind of help babysit the kids, too. So, yeah, it's a joke, but it really happens. <laughs>
7: and
5: if you notice they're doing something naughty, it just gives you that angst to get through that song.
6: So We've the kids from the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Yes,
8: has been a few <laughs> finger snaps. <No. laughs> Ashley's also hollered from the mic <laughs> Has anyone seen the little one?
3: <laughs> the antidote's been here with parental petulance. Guys, have fun and uh, hopefully, not too many more poopy diapers. No. <laughs> understand their kids. Uh, I guess parental petulance has fun with their experience with their children, but they also encourage them, like on the song, Support Your Kids. I'm going to stay with punk, but with a different style. Here comes Beckoning Beast from October Bird of Death's upcoming EP, Assemble.
0: Hi, this is Darren from October Bird of Death, and you've got The Antidote.
9: in the
3: Mr. Josh Clifton, Ravenhill. You got Sorry, news for us, know. man. Hey, guys.
8: Th- thanks for coming to Ruby Tuesdays. So I'll be your waiter. Um, now, nah, hey, this is Josh from Ravenhill, and we are going to have a new song called Bangarang on our new EP called Midnight Gold. You said it was a little different. Why is it different? Uh, we Well, we... I don't know. We're just trying to explore rock and roll, you know? And so Ravenhill has done kind of the garage rock for a bit, and we're not giving that up, but we're allowing ourselves to explore other tones, other, I don't know, aspects of my, even my voice and my songwriting. Uh, We grew up in pop punk, and so we kind of allowed that to happen a little bit more. Uh, A lot of times, like growing up, I thought Ravenhill has to be this thing, and it has to stay within these lines, but I would always write punk music, And so I was like, if it's a good song, it's a good song, and we should put it out. So if it leans its way to a little bit more punk, we're going to let it, you know? And who cares? We're not rock stars. We're just having fun. So enjoy Bangarang.
3: Uh, Bangarang is definitely a change from Ravenhill's usual style. But as Josh said, it's a bit more punk and without his usual soulful vocals. You can get a copy of that song right now because Ravenhill is giving a free download of Bangarang at honeygoldrecords.com. Okay, it's time to break away from punk as I share my talk with the excellent indie rock trio, 6E. Audrey Scott is the captain of the ship called 6C. Thanks for taking time for a talk with the antidote, Audrey.
10: Thank you so much for having me.
3: Since you're the captain, maybe you could tell us about your minions and if they actually obey your commands.
10: Oh, my minions, Uh, they are not so much of the obeying type, but (laughs) we are more of like a democracy. So um, now I might be one of the minions, who knows? (laughs)
3: Okay, can the minions speak for themselves? Yeah, so um,
1: I think I think now where we're at, I, I feel like it's become a lot more of like a, a group rather than when we first started. A lot of like extra stuff that was being taken care of, like all of it was on Audrey for the most part, and she kind of organized a lot of it. Um, but no, yeah, I, I feel like I feel like we've come to a really great mutual point of like power and like communication and stuff like that. So it's really nice, actually. I love it.
3: Like a lot. <laughs> Are they being truthful, Miguel? So, um, yeah, that sounds true. I I just do the complete opposite of what they say. I think <laughs> that's my role, just to to be the instigator. But I kind of just go along with everything. <laughs> the Soda Six Seat fits the indie rock label, but you also bring in a touch of jazz. That's not a typical mix.
10: Thank you for saying that, because I feel nowadays bands have so many different genres within one band. It's hard to describe music, but we are absolutely influenced by jazz. Um, I myself, one of my favorite bands, just use jazzy chords all the time, and that influenced how I write, and I love those chords more than anything. A lot of the times, I actually don't even know what chords I'm playing. I just love the way they sound, and then write songs around those.
3: So the question would be then, which influences is greater? Is it the indie rock or is it the jazz?
10: Wow. It's hard to say because I feel like we're all influenced by so many different types of music. And this is just what comes out of us. We don't like try to make it sound this way, but we have a common ground. I Maybe that's what it is. We all have a common ground of indie rock. And then we come together with that and then we add our little influences on top of it.
3: Is that the type of music you've always been involved with, with the indie rock?
10: Yes, absolutely. We've tried to keep walls down and be as open as possible to whatever we like and whatever sounds good to us. That's our basis. You know, if if we're happy, then we're just going to put it out for y'all.
3: Miguel looks like he's pondering about that question. He's stroking his beard. (laughs) Yes. No, uh, the only thing I would would say is I know Cameron and I did a lot of, metal hardcore
8: kind of music so we're involved in like metal bands or hardcore bands screamo bands um so i think that's also kind of played into the whole indie jazz thing we find ways to really slow it down but then we just slap you in the face with a breakdown
3: but uh, it's just fun and i guess challenging too of making it all sound so smooth and Yet heavy. I don't know. But it's guaranteed that nobody's going to be moshing at a 6C show. I don't know. I don't know.
10: We did play one show in Georgia and it was, we were the only non hardcore band. So we were touring with a hardcore band and they came up during one of our songs and we had a very sick breakdown and there was moshing and it was beautiful.
3: (laughs) The 6C song Blinked is really a good example of your style. Mm. Do you care to explain about the song?
10: Thank you. Um, That is one of our favorite songs to play because it is almost like a ballad style and we really like vocal heavy songs. We like songs that have a lot of dynamics and that one really takes you all over the spectrum. Uh, I love singing and I get to belt it in that song and all of us together playing during the intense part is just it's one of my favorite moments of our set.
3: I'm a really nasty person because I like to take song lyrics totally out of context. (laughs) The song talks about building a wall in a relationship. What about political walls? You guys live right next to the Mexican border.
10: Oh yes, that hits extremely close to home. I mean, our literal home. Um, I can't speak for all of us, but we now live in Austin and San Antonio. And to see all of that happening in our hometown breaks our hearts and we see a lot of uh, movement happening in the community trying to make changes and we're just encouraging that and joining in on that as much as we can
3: everyone's here camping in the rain at, at audio feed festival you must be used to that kind of thing you recorded a song actually called campers combo and it talks about that it also talks about being old and sulking around Does that really describe 6C on the road?
10: I don't think so. That song was more about when I was in a relationship with someone. I mean, we were in a long-distance relationship and how we have to get through these hard times to experience the good and just try to just trudge through it. So that's what that was talking about. But we are really good campers, Mm -hmm. I would have to say. (laughs) We could probably be uh, almost professional campers. (laughs) We have we have a hammock and a tent, but we're super low maintenance. Yes, we're we're used to sleeping in the humidity, but luckily we ran into some friends who have AC and we slept at their house last night.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The best part is when you don't actually have to camp. (laughs) Well, my thanks to 6C for coming and sharing about their music. Guys, have a great time. Thank you. Thank
10: you, Dave. We really appreciate it. Thank
3: you. Cameron. Miguel.
6: Audrey. Of
10: of 6C. This this is is The antidote.
6: Antidote.
8: My name's Dan Smith, and I play in the band Listener, and you have got The Antidote.
3: never grow tired of hearing Dan Smith of Listener. The guy is a brilliant lyricist who's just perfect at blending his spoken word style into a rock format. Before that, we had the song Blink from 6C. Every time I've been to a music festival, there's always been one band who jumps out of the crowd and makes a big impact. Funny enough, that rarely comes from a big name artist. This year, it was the new artist, Idle Achiever, who was the big surprise. Here's my conversation with the band. The antidote meets with the band Idle Achiever. We've got Chase and Noah here. You guys made a huge, huge impact. You're sort of coming out of nowhere. You play audio feed. You play one of these impromptu stages right between two of the biggest bands of the festival. And the crowd goes absolutely nuts at your show
0: expected Uh, no i definitely don't think we expected it we were walking around all weekend kind of like uh we're an electronic band you know electronic pop rock band Uh, we fit more into like a mainstream vibe sometimes and as nervous people wouldn't be too accepting of it because it's a it's a real indie scene with a you know the punk and the metal and the we were kind of nervous, and, and we played, and people just really accepting, and, and just dancing all around, jumping, and we were we were really happy. We actually drew a crowd. We, you know, always expect defeat, so to have an actual success was great. Well, Noah, tell us about a regular show for Idol Achiever.
1: Um, usually back at our hometown, we will have twenty people show up, and most of which are our family. And we'll, we'll have to count our family, otherwise it'll, we'll say there's two or three people showing up. So uh, that's usually how we do it, and we just play whatever we play, and nobody ever really gives us feedback. So having an opportunity like this, where people enjoy it and actually accept of it, it's, it's an awesome experience. You had a huge crowd. Everybody's
3: dancing. They're so energetic. You guys, how many calories do you burn in a 20-minute set?
0: Not sure. Um, haven't lost much weight, so I'm just going to wait on that to happen, I suppose. I don't know. We just like, I mean, playing in a town where there's no uh, music scene and just nobody really interested in music, uh, nobody was really, I guess, appreciating our, our improvements in our set. So our resolution was just to keep adding more energy to the show until people noticed. And I mean, at that point, you know, we've played so many shows that we just energy, energy, energy was like our little gimmick i suppose
3: something that you left out of your description about your band is the rap part of it that's also included you've got a crazy mix
0: uh yeah i mean like we're really inspired by 21 pilots when we started the band i suppose and at that point there was this whole entire not just with them but in the scene there's just like a mix of pop and rap and rock and that's, I guess, really what we were going for at the time. I don't know, we just tried to throw rap in whatever we can because it's uh, it's easier for us to get more words in the song and really, you know, um, cover all the meaning that we want to cover in a song. Adds a punch a little bit. Noah, who
3: came up with this crazy idea for the band?
1: Um, I guess a lot of it is in our influences, but... uh. We've always both grown up loving music and dreaming of, you know, performing and writing our own music to put it on a stage, you know, and have an awesome show. That's what we've dreamed of since we were both little kids. And, uh, we both had other flunked bands and failures, and we just sort of met up at a show one day. Uh, he was playing drums for another band, and I was leading my band of me and my brothers. And just both of them were failing projects and just, uh, we never had success with either of them and so we just sort of came across each other again months later and uh, formed this band and we both had been producing music for you know over a year and so we clicked instantly and we were like here's what I have and here's what I have and here's what I can do with this and we, it just immediately took off. and you told me that your demo was a full length Which is wild for a band that's
3: played, what did you say, two dozen shows?
0: Yeah, maybe two dozen. Yeah. We, um, I guess, we wanted to do just a two or three song demo, but uh, the studio that we wanted to go into was just so inclusive that it took so long to get a spot. Um, But by the time that he had... uh, gotten back to us we had written so many more songs and we just couldn't figure out what to to leave out we love them all and uh, i feel like when you go through an era of writing because we write so many songs we probably got hundreds of songs just on our phones that we you know instrumentals and stuff we're working on Then when you go through an era and you you leave songs behind a lot of times for us we don't end up picking them back up because the our style changes so much, you know, riding from from era to era that it just wouldn't fit with the next record and we wanted them all to get out before we were surpassing the whatever style or click we were in at the moment. So, if we recorded a full length and, and put it out, we were like, I guess we'll do this and hopefully it works out.
3: The name of the band, Idle Achiever. <laughs> of course, nobody can be an Idle Achiever in this in the music scene. So, what are you gonna do to
1: push yourself into the professional area? Um, I think definitely trying to hop on more festivals like this, even if it's just uh, impromptu stages where we just play small crowds. But uh also just getting in touch with other bands and showing up to other concerts in the area or around and i think that was one of our biggest issues is sitting in our hometown we, d- we don't have any other bands to connect with and so we're from ohio going to columbus or cincinnati or cleveland you know there's much bigger music scenes there so if we can connect with more bands i think that would be a huge step for us the two you're taking a
3: professional approach to doing this you've got the website you've got facebook the biggest thing is, how do you make the connection with the listeners?
0: Um, I think doing festivals like this, I think that audio feed is an amazing environment that doesn't exist really anywhere else, and uh, probably the same for every festival, but uh, different environments than audio feed, and um, I think that we just kept pushing and pushing and pushing any element of our professionalism or our show, our internet presence that we could hoping that it would you know boost our Popularity, You know, recently getting out of high school, stuck in town, can't really go anywhere. We've got crappy cars. We tried to take a road trip to Memphis to meet up with another band, and my car broke down. I blew a hole in the radiator on top of snapping my belt, on top of blowing a bearing into town. We were on a holiday weekend, couldn't get a mechanic to work on. It, it ended up costing me almost a 1000 bucks, and it's just impossible to get out of town for us. So we tried to do what we could in town, and um, we're just going to have to get a better car, I suppose, because it's the only way to do it. At this point,
3: <laughs> you've got your music available online. Where do people find it?
0: Um,
1: you can find it on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, uh, Amazon, YouTube, all of that. It's all right there, easy access.
3: And your website,
1: IdleAchiever.com.
3: Guys, thanks for this talk, and I really appreciate your music.
1: Yeah, thanks. Thanks, to you, man. Thanks for talking with us. I'm Chase. And I'm Noah.
0: We're Idle Achiever, Achiever. and you're You're listening listening to to our song "See You on the Antidote. Antidote."
2: And the words that the speak, they say you don't like it. I just gotta say, hike it. You can keep the comments coming, but I just return the sender. Another vicious hater, I ignore it, read it later. Those opinions change nothing, but there's one that changes everything. The hate doesn't make a difference. I just find another instance of ignorance, I just return the sender.
0: I'll die before I choke cause
3: Couple guys who finished high school only a month ago. That's one excellent song. Askew from Idol Achiever. The band talked about not having many people attending their local shows. That's bound to change because their live show is insane. And there's more amazing music that's coming up next week on The Antidote. I'm going to bring the final installment of this two part look into some of the bands who performed at Audiofeed 2018. I'll also share my conversations with a couple more artists, the solar performer formerly Bodies and the great metal band Ecclesiast. I've got a long track queued up to finish the night. I don't often bring hip-hop to the antidote, and I'm hoping this will make up for that. This is an outstanding song from an uber-talented guy, Crooked Way from Propaganda. Enjoy this, and I'll see you again next week.
11: Uh... Word to grandpops who couldn't fathom the Obama'ses I don't hate America, just the man she keeps her promises Twenty teens looking like the sixties, it's crazy A nationwide deja vu, what my people post to do? Go to schools named after the clan founder? Word round town is y'all don't see why we frowning? Native American students forced to learn about opera Sarah, how is that fair, bruh? Some heroes unsung and some monsters get monuments built for them But ain't be all a little bit a monster, we crooked Man, your heroes are worthless And man can show try, but only God gives purpose You crooked, uh, be humble or be quiet Your kingdom can catch flames as effortless as riots Entire empire's a car castle, chill And the strength of your whole team is crumpled with one meme It's crooked, uh, your whole works is twisted He ain't old enough to buy beer, but go and enlist him Send him to Iraq, and why he come back crazy? Cause no human being should see the inside of a baby You expect trust in a system that... Needed to be convinced of the madness of trust in a court That waved a Confederate flag, it's crooked that's twisted, demented, perverted Got fallen written all over us And got the nerve to judge each other, crooked Uh, That logic fatally flawed Like sickness is a sign that you out of the will of God Like one ounce of crack gains the same amount of jail time As 18 of cocaine, but ain't they the same thing? It's crooked, Uh, stay eating our own kind And muster up a scandal instead of celebrating shining. Some hot ass righteous like the world needs to know We expose and impose us with judgmental bold, it's crooked And at one time we built pyramids One can only wonder why we ain't wiped ourselves out yet We're as good as it gets, crooked Clueless buffoons put a man on the moon And I still can't get cell phone reception in my room, it's crooked Well that's off and off kelter, off or stand offish Plan is outlandish, an awful uncanny resemblance, a Miss Mark like Chris Columbus might as well have landed in Denmark Just an all star Chuck Taylor. I'm saying the fact I ain't get lost on the way here is amazing. Me, just a crooked stick in all this goodness. And somehow to school a prison pipeline, miss this. And moving minds swiftly and change an entire industry. Taylor made for greatness, cause cuz got bad blood, yeah. Uh, y'all still looking at a tunnel rat, pin player, earthworm, battle cat. H-trend, might learn my lesson a day after the world ends. And been wrestling with it since my wife was my girlfriend. Crooked like. I take a bullet for my wife Yet I wonder what's under the skirt of the girl on my flight These eyes are mine, born to lost sight Come and get me, homie, I'm not a leader Just a hippie with daddy issues Shattered dreams and promises A closed-minded hypocrite All the while standing in the pulpit, the culprit We are all of the above, right and wrong and indifferent Yet none of the above, it naturally fit in this Subjects and predicates subjected to my detriment Dedicated to elevating, devastating pride It's quite a ride, but if you look inside Bruh. some things just don't make sense, go with it We stay perplexed at the truth that defies logic But who say that logic the best way to understand it? <laughs> Man, that's the thinking of our colonizers Truth is proven only through ears and eyes And if you can't touch it, then you can't trust it That's why they can't explain the love in my daughter's eyes And that's that conscious rap, oh, that's played out You old school, you old dude, you aged out It's not cool, them old rules, they phased out There's new rules, them new dudes ain't like you uh, They say you hating when you do toss, so I'ma retweet I study for every test and y'all is looking for a cheat sheet Things I gotta tell you, love you too much to be scared of ya, concoction of contradictions, misnomers and paradox, conclusion confusing like the way that I see me, an apex predator, ten steps ahead of you. desperately trying to hide my insecurities, paper mache properly, trying to hide the duct tape, defending card Castle like you could stand in one gusto when the lust of eyes shackle me, just as I be tackling my inner demons, eating through my marriage and my parenting. What is arrogant and humble, eloquent, ridiculous, confident and nervous? The smell of cigarettes and broken dreams. Sold out the tickets for the VIPs. Bands that could have been contenders now. Venice Beach vendors like dog, that could be me. I swear I never wear skinny jeans, but homie looks real dumb in size 40 Dickies That's laughable, better be adaptable and hit the road to see how far that rabbit hole go This is present tense, none of this, already I've been delivered mess None of that pseudo-righteousness, I'ma let you guess the rest the little cluster surrounded by natives That's the picture of foolish pride in the eyes of general custard Hey, watch his eyes slowly close like Yeah, what do we remember the Alamo? It's confusing, American generals get statues Even for the battles that they lose People are so perplexing, perpetuating the same hate they out protesting. And Netflix exposing the hoes in our morals, like whose side were you on, Walter or Skies? You cornered now, cause every corner boy is now humanized. Tryna make ends meet, just like you and I. That shifts your paradigm, bruh, that go. Change your life on sight, like the skies in Morocco. What is man but rich soil, toiled in fine Hennessy? A beautiful garden that cost a pretty penny. Listen, it's freely given, but you've Been warned these halos stay balanced on the tip of our horns We crooked